All right, it's hour two of the Plank Show. Uh, by the way, I should mention that hour one had been brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. Look, you know who's on board with VHFence.com? Bob Stoops. Call him today, 405-735-1167. Look at this segue, Josh. On board with us for hour two is one of the stars, not just over her career, but of opening weekend for Sooner Softball. Nicole May joins us here on the Plank Show. Good morning, Nicole. How's your week going? Good morning. Um, it's going good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, just out of curiosity, what's the class load like for you? Are you uh, are you approaching where you can graduate at the end of this year? Or are you how's that? How's schoolwork going? Um, it's going good. My class load is pretty good and easy right now. Yeah. I only have one in person class. The rest is online, so that makes traveling for season a lot easier. <laughs> How does the, so? Take me through this. I don't know if I've really. I don't know if I've really picked your brain or, or most of your teammates' brain on this, but from a – and I'll see the study halls, right, whenever we're on the road mm-hmm. that you guys have. What is that challenge like? What is that balance like for you whenever you're in the midst of a season that, you know, has you on the road a lot and, and demands a lot of your time, but you also are maintaining, you know, your 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 eligibility and, and wanting to keep your grades and get a – a degree. So what's that balance like for you and how challenging can it be? Yeah, I think at this point, it's kind of just part of it. <laughs> you know, this last weekend I was thinking, well, I'm really taking a you know, psych test right now. And I'm like, does my teacher know that it's, you know, I just got back from the field and I have to wake up early tomorrow to go play another <laughs> game. You know, like she doesn't understand that, <laughs> you know, so, but it's just part of it. And I think I'm kind of used to it at this point, just, Whenever I get back to the hotel, it's like, all right, time to do some homework. <laughs> Does that professor know I just struck out 10 in eight innings? <laughs> Let's go. Um, I, well, first of all, off season, how was it for you? What was the preparation like ramping up to try to defend in another national championship? Um, I think it was a good fall. A lot of – we obviously had a lot of newcomers, so a lot of it was based on, you know, getting – a good team dynamic and getting to know everybody, um, both the transfers and the freshmen. So um, that was definitely fun. For me personally, it was a lot of kind of just getting back to the basics, um, pitching routine, pitching mechanics, all that type of stuff. Um, but it was a hard but fun fall for sure. With with that in mind, how nice was it to have some time to get healthy? Because I know you – battled through a lot last year you never said anything about it you never complained about it but how important was just the health side of it for you Nicole yeah and that's kind of with the um you know going back to the basics a lot of that stuff was for like preventative measures (laughs) um just to you know try and keep my body healthy um but I did take a decent amount of time over the summer to kind of just let my body rest which I do after every year so um just to kind of give your body and, you know, your mental side of just the rest. <laughs> well, it's a lot, right? I mean, they, yeah. I, 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 I'm blessed that I get to see it. I get a front row seat for it. But it can be a lot, that grind of the season. How much has the resources made available to you all? And, and obviously, as you talked about, that mental side of it, how much has that helped you in dealing with it more and more every single year? Um, no, I think it's great. They give it definitely give us a lot of resources. I mean, physical side, we have great strength coaches, trainers that are always for us and looking out for us. And then mental side, you know, we have mental health services, like, available to us all the time. So, you know, I go every week, every couple weeks, you know, just to check in and 
keep that side in check too. So, all right, yeah, I want to. That's really good. <laughs> I, that's awesome. I want to talk before we talk about this weekend. Uh, I did, I didn't want to talk real quick about your family because I think it's become mm-hmm. pretty obvious that your mom Charlene is one of my favorite people. Uh, on the beat, if you will, I love her 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 keeping track of stats and, and always knowing what's going on. But yeah. it's not easy, right, to be a softball parent because you guys travel so much. So to have her support, to have your dad, um, your brother supports, but I think he's tired of softball by now. What's it like oh, to yeah. have their support? No, it definitely means a lot. Um, you know, I get to see my mom in the stands almost every tournament. So you know, that's kind of rewarding knowing that you know. I think in the fall there were times where I was trying to call her and it's like, oh, she's at work again. Like she was working like three to four days in a row. And I'm like, oh, you know what? She's getting those days in so she can take off the weekends and break. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I was thinking about that. But no, it's definitely um, really nice to be able to see my mom in the stands. And so every once in a while, like I'll just hear her voice cheering. I'm like, oh, that was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dialed so, in you are. Yeah, you're definitely right on the brothers probably sick and tired of <laughs> softball by now see him on one trip in three years one trip that trip hawaii he he, he picked the right (laughs) one so also not just in the family but in the following and i think you you've been on the edge of this right to see it go from wow there's a lot of people that are out here to try to get your autographs to all right there's too many people out here trying to to Mm. do things it's exciting right but what has that Mm. process been like in not just the social media side but also in having the following that this program and you guys do individually? Yeah, and I think it's nice because sometimes I look back or kind of just take a step back and I'm thinking, wow, this is all for a college softball game. Like I have even little boys coming up saying that like, oh, this person's my favorite player and like like their favorite player is a a female student athlete, you know? So it is kind of rewarding to take a step back and look like wow like I'm a part of this team like this team is you know breaking glass ceilings like this is crazy so it is definitely rewarding to see um there are some times that you know after games we don't sign autographs and that's just I think for our own sake where it's like okay we haven't eaten dinner it's 10 30 at night like we gotta go <laughs> um but yeah it's important to you though to see that support right yeah um, I, I just was so in awe of what you did on Saturday night, I guess that would be Thursday night. Uh, that that game against Liberty, you didn't get a lot of run support, and the defense stepped up behind you. But mm-hmm. let, let's go to the start. You have a couple of walks early on. You, mm-hmm. you get worried. What's kind of the mindset there? Because I know you struggled with some control issues at times last year. Not anything bad, mm-hmm. but what was kind of your mindset after those first couple of innings on Thursday night? Um, I think. Well, I think it was more just keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another thing that I've been working on in the fall and still right now is kind of developing that routine and that mindset to be able to handle those situations because obviously they they happen and they happened again against Washington and they're going to happen again. So it's just kind of learning how to manage those emotions and not get frustrated on the field, you know? Um, is it uh, – and it, it, it was interesting because – you know, it's you, you. You throw to a lot of different catchers, right? But mm-hmm. and Kinsey had been dinged up. But you know, obviously, she has her issue that kept her from going with us. And then you have Sophia that stepped in. I think you threw to Haley a little bit on Saturday mm-hmm. night. It, how different is it, or is it just where it doesn't matter who's back there, Nicole? You're going to throw your your game. Yeah, um, I think there's definitely a difference, hmm. but 
but not not like a bad difference. It's a good difference between all of the catchers. They all have something else to bring to the table, which I really like. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, there is a difference, but it's not a big enough difference. I feel like that, or to throw me off of my game or any but any other pitcher's game, because at the end of the day, like they are your your catcher. They're there to you know kind of make you look good and mm-hmm. support you if needed. But um, yeah, I feel like all of our catchers do a really good job of doing that. I feel like, and, and by the way, then in that Liberty game, uh, you end up going extra innings. You strike out ten. Uh, you walk just two. They only get four hits on you. You come in against Washington. You inherit a challenging situation. You get out of it. You shut down Washington, striking out eight. Just overall, your vibe, your feel about Nicole May's performances over the weekend. How do you feel about the start and where you are right now mentally and physically? Um, you know, it felt good. I think just being – both of those games were pretty high pressure. <laughs> yes. So that was really fun. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of proud of the mental side, that, like the approach and how I was able to – I mean, even though I walked – two batters right when I came into Washington I was like okay you know what you know cut this out like just, you know <laughs> like stick to your routine stick to what you're doing and you'll be fine <laughs> so um yeah it was definitely a fun fun two games <laughs> yeah and you're right very stressful but I was talking to coach afterwards and she said that had to be like a fun game for you and I'm like yeah it was awesome right you the nerves <laughs> are going whenever this team puts up double digits but it's also all new, right? Everyone's like two-time defending mm-hmm. national champs, but it's new, right? Twelve returners, but eight newcomers. How have yeah. you seen in that locker room all these personalities be able to mesh towards one common goal? How What's that process been like? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, in the fall we did a lot of, like, team building stuff. We're just hanging out. Um, so I feel like that's when they really got integrated into that. Like, we kind of fit, or formed our new – kind of team dynamic and, you know, it's a whole new group. So every team's going to be different. Um, but uh, we love all of them. Like, it's great. Like it doesn't feel like they're new or a freshman or a transfer. Like we all just feel like a team, which I think is great. Like I was thinking the other day I was driving home. I was like, wow, I love my team. Like this is great, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. It seems like it's a lot of really cool personalities. And and Mm -hmm. just in talking about the players that came in, like I had not even met Alina Torres yet, and she is just a Mm -hmm. ball of personality. You know, (laughs) Haley Lee is the same way. Sid's a little bit more reserved. And then you've got Staraco, who's got kind of that little Jordy with the fist pump in the circle. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of different personalities, but it seems as if, Nicole, you guys just have really meshed well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Yeah, that's fun. All right, a couple more, and I'll get you out of here, Nicole. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about getting old, because now you're a junior <laughs> in that locker room in that clubhouse. You're an experienced arm. What's that mentality been like to go from being one of the newcomers and one of the underclassmen to being a leader upperclassman on the squad? Yeah, some, well, sometimes I still, you know, kind of think I'm a freshman. <laughs> like, I'm like, no way, like. I'm a junior like this is crazy um no it's it kind of feels the same but different like I feel like there's almost less pressure because now I'm kind of learning to just enjoy it more and not like why am I freaking out about little things that don't won't even matter in two weeks you know so it's like 
I feel like there's that level of growth and kind of just like realization. It's like, you know, I'm living a great life, you know, like why am I stressing out about little things? So I think that's been the biggest change that I've noticed. Um, but yeah. I'm 47. All right. And I still feel mm-hmm. like I'm a freshman sometimes and I absolutely <laughs> sweat the small stuff way too much. So kudos yeah. to you for that. But then in, and, and finally, I mean, I'm just so intrigued by the 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 dugout slash bullpen dynamic, right? You've got mm-hmm. five pitchers, and I know SJ. The, the the hope is to get her a year to, to to redshirt and learn. But between yourself and Kirsten Deal and Alex and Jordy, mm-hmm. I, I know that in some ways is it competitive, but also it just again, I like are you, are you helping each other out? What's that process like? Are you seeing things like when Jordy's struggling mm-hmm. or when Alex is struggling? Are you able to say, hey, I see this? I mean, what's that like with the dynamic between the five of you? Yeah, um, it's actually a really good dynamic, and we definitely help each other when it's needed. Obviously very competitive, but in the best way. So we're always rooting for each other. Like, there's no, I don't know, negative vibes or anything. Like, anytime whoever's in the circle, like, we are, like, if Alex is in the circle, we are Team Alex. If Jordy's in the circle, we are Team Jordy, you know? So it's kind of, we're always rooting for each other, but... We do compete at practice. We do compete in the bullpen, but it is very healthy. <laughs> no. Does that make sense? No, that makes a ton of sense. All right, you know the most. You know the most important thing for me, Nicole. I'm ready for Nicole May at bat. When is it coming? Have you been swinging the sticks? I mean, I just I've seen before, man. You can rake. So are we ever? Do I need to talk to JT? What's the process for this? <laughs> I haven't been swinging. I did have an at-bat my freshman year. I don't know if you remember that. I lined out. <laughs> you did? I did. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget I no that? Idea. I don't even remember who it was against. <laughs> I'm sure I I lined for- out. Yeah, and it was after two other freshmen that both hit home runs. And I was like, okay, so now what do I do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I found it. I found it. It was against <laughs> Sam Houston State. Oh, my gosh. I know why I don't remember that. It's the only game, Nicole, in your career that I missed. I didn't do no that. Way. Yeah, I didn't do that game on March seventh because I had a family event, and that's how I missed. it. So now I need to see one. But you, you've said it before. You could feel too. You played. You played first base for a couple innings against Georgia. JT was kind of bragging about you as an infielder. You've got that in the repertoire, don't you? I, I can. Yeah, I could play a position if I needed to. But we got that covered. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I hear you. All honest. All humble. I appreciate. It. All right, Nicole. May I know your time is precious, and I know you're busy, but uh, look forward to seeing you pitch this weekend down in Waco, and can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you. See you, Nicole May. She is one of the standout hurlers for the Oklahoma Sooners. I think I think we covered a lot there. Nicole, by the way, an awesome interview. I, I say it a lot on this show. I love watching the parents during games. I love watching the little um, – I, mean, I couldn't see anyone this weekend because of where we were set up. The uh, – Apparently, there needed to be two press boxes for people to watch the game and not one for Patrick and I to call and work the game. But, ah, you know, who's really keeping tabs on that? Um, but they all have their own little superstitions. I remember, I think it was Paige Parker's mom couldn't even watch. Paige Lowry's dad, I think Shannon Sharp's, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sales, Shannon Sharp's dad would be something. Shannon Sales' dad, like they would walk the concourse. I think. I think that was the same for 
Paige Parker's dad. I don't think he could watch. I think he had to walk the concourse while she was pitching because he'd get so nervous. And then there's Nicole May's mom, Charlene. She's got the little sheet out, and she's got the numbers. She's keeping on it. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here fighting with every single piece of technology I can. And as Nicole May said, sometimes you got to keep it simple. She had a great start to the season, y'all. I mean, that was fantastic to see. And she looked really good. She's also that person, I don't know if we have talked about this before, but everyone has that friend that's kind of low-key, a little bit laid back, you know, never overly enthusiastic, but never down. They're just, they're even keel. Everyone needs an even keel person in their life. I feel like, I feel like Teddy's a good even keel person. I know that some might laugh. Teddy isn't good even keel. But whenever he gets a little fired up, it's like, oh, let's go. Let's go. Um, Nicole May's that person for me with softball. Very even keel. But when you see her give a fist pump or a point or, or let out a yell, then you're like, oh, all right, here we go. Off to a great start so far for May this season. She, hold on. And I really did. That's the only game I missed. That's how I absolutely had no idea. The Sam Houston game in 2021. Uh, she started the season with an ERA of 0.0. Mr. Blutarski, 0.0. Uh, 11 in the third inning, scattering five hits, struck out 18 while walking five. And someone was getting mad at me on Twitter. They're like, oh. You gave her, I gave her uh, strikeouts to walks wrong last year. And I mentioned, you know, st- control had been a bit of an issue at times. They're fighting. They're mad at me. How dare you? I'm like, well, it's not a bad thing. I mean, she, she would be the first one to tell you the reality of it. But she's been fantastic to start this season. And did it whenever a team didn't give her any run support against Liberty until late and coming in in a very precarious situation against Washington. All right, quick break. When we come back, let's hit the Air Comfort Solutions text line. A lot of stuff rolling in at 405-651-3439. Plus, we've got more Porter post game from last night. And we'll jump in. You want to react to Nicole May, 405-329-9000. It's the Plank Show. I was in a Prince kick last night, Josh. I've got this new thing I'm doing before I go to bed every night. Podcast music, try to read a little bit, ride a little bit. For the shows, uh, prep, maybe for softball, digging into a little bit of Longwood for this weekend for OU. And I was listening to Prince. So many bangers for Prince that we don't necessarily give him credit for. Right? Such as? Hold on. Let me let me pull up my uh, let me put my little list here. Purple Rain, just the entire album. Well, no, and, and there was a song called The Beautiful Ones off Purple Rain that I listened to. That was, I think, yeah, Prince of the Revolution, Purple Rain. Oh, man, fire. But you're not here for my music takes, which are usually terrible. No, no, no. We're here to talk sprots. Thanks to Nicole May. I Again, you, I don't think we've had a bad interview with a softball player. I don't think we have. Now, we could try. I don't know. Pat, who could we get on that we could try? But I don't think from coaches to players to assistants to even, gosh, in 2018, we went out and did the golf tournament and – Beat of and Lacey Waldrop and them all came. It was just good times, man. They're very passionate about the sport. In fact, um, K Puck writes, Darling Nikki. Oh, gosh, dude. True sooner. That's a good tune. One of my favorite things, K Puck writes, 
about the ladies' sports is their genuine support for each other. Now, I think it's also fair to say there's unique challenges, you know, in both, you know, from a men's basketball team to a women's basketball team to baseball and softball. There's unique and different challenges that you deal with. There's personality conflicts. They don't always get along. But, I mean, I feel like as we've learned over and over and over again, is if it doesn't work out, you're gone. And no matter how good you are. Because they're willing to have someone else slide in. I mean, I love Mackenzie Donahue. But as the star of the World Series, things didn't go well to start the 2021 season. Yeah, last year. And 2022. 2022 season, sorry. And... She leaves. Nothing against McKenzie, not, but just they're not afraid to say, listen, we've, we've got to move on from anybody. And, and nobody's bigger than the program. There you go. Alyssa Dalton's a great example, and I love the Alyssa and her family, but just if you're going to cause problems, you're going to go. And by the way, I want to make this very clear. When I say cause problems, that's more on the latter, not the former. Don, who was a stud. Uh, it's just an, I haven't even had a chance to see how she uh, how she's doing. Oh, here's here's two back to back from the uh, from five eight oh Nate. Nate, I bet Mike White could do a bad softball interview. The four oh five, get Mike White for your bad softball interview. <laughs> you guys, you guys want an unfortunate reality? He's a good interview. He's a damn good interview, <laughs> and he's got that Australian accent or New Zealand accent, so it sounds okay. The whole time you're like, oh, this dude. I really dislike I, him. No, like if he's talking and you're listening to you're like, oh, this guy. And then all of a sudden when you're like, oh, man, this guy. I literally just talked to him last Saturday. Maybe that's the thing is like really nice in every other avenue except for the game itself. Can I tell you guys a secret? And that's that's really the key to avoiding any sort of punishment for his punk move versus Kentucky. Every single time. It's a coach that I don't know much about. I'll start asking around. The question is very simple. Do we like them? Do we like them? Are they okay? Are they a person we like? You know how many bad reviews it takes for me to decide I don't like that person, Josh? One. One. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate that, K-Pod. This is uh, – okay, Dodger Blaine, I'm glad you brought this up because we do need some some clarification on this, and this happens every single year. My day was made on – I think it was – uh, Thursday, right? I got to meet Dodger Blaine. Unfortunately, it was welcome. He's like, hey, Dodger Blaine. I'm like, Dodger Blaine, what's up? Listen, I'm on the air right now. <laughs> Can you come? And then it was just craziness afterwards. So Dodger Blaine had made my whole trip to get to meet you. He wrote, uh, Jada Coleman's dad was out of control. All right. let's. This is a good clarification for everybody that listens to the softball broadcast. All right. Um, you're thinking of Jada's uncle, Uncle Mike. All right. Uncle Mike is the guy that has what? Make him pitch to you. Make him pitch to you. Don't Oh what gosh, why did I just forget what he says? Don't let him don't let him get you or don't chase it. Don't chase it. Make him pitch to you. Make him pitch to you. And I asked him one time, I'm like, literally, Uncle Mike, you see that you say the same thing over and over. He's like, it's the best advice I ever got as a ball player. Make him pitch to you. Don't help him. Don't help him. Make him pitch to you. Because 
Jada Coleman's dad said is one of the most laid back dudes on the planet. Like literally you would have no idea he's even there. He's so chill. Love that guy. And a good coach apparently from everything that I've uh, Uncle? heard too. Uncle Mike on the other hand, a little fiery. I think it's like great uncle too. I'm Anyway, he's he's Uncle Mike looks like he's about 30 years old. So if he's the dude's in phenomenal shape. So you're not going to say anything to him first of all. Like, well, so, are you going to cut that out? No. And what are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing, sir. Just going Absolute- to enjoy it. Thank you for I'm asking. I'm just going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mike pummeling some dude in the stands because he's mocking him. He could not care less. The guy is a, the guy is a gym. Well, and obviously it's all love. Uh, and then one more since we're on softball real quick. How come a bunch of the softball games are on the horrible flow softball and baseball has a decent amount of games on just ESPN+. Plus. I hate flow sports. You know what? After this weekend, I hate flow sports too. What an absolute travesty of an organization. Really? They're terrible. They put Nicole Mendez. They don't even – first of all, what does it cost a month, you guys, to pay? Isn't it ridiculous? It's like 30 bucks a month. Or it, it's a ridiculous amount of money per month. And fans have figured out how you can subscribe to it and then cancel, and you get all the games for like 20 bucks. But if you forget to cancel and you're dinged, it's the most overpriced service that you can have. Now, I, I want to do the compliment sandwich here, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that they have the want and the desire and commit the resources to getting this done. Here's the middle. There could not be an organization that puts in as little effort as Flow Sports does. Poor Nicole Mendez called, I want to say, like 15 games in a row, all from her living room, right? Now, I get it. It costs a little bit to fly people out there and to set up for the game. But it's you're also making a lot of money, a lot of money. They've got to be. Off these people. Secondly, the person who is in charge – I'm not making this up. The person – that is in charge of keeping the score bug, literally came running in and said, I don't know anything about softball. Like, what's going on here? I may need your guys' help. Oh my I don't God. know what's I don't know anything about this sport. I've never done it before. It's like, well, where's the producer? It's like, they don't know either. Where's the director? Oh, he's working on the technical side of it. And it's usually one or two cameras, and the guys don't know how to follow the ball. And I get it. There's some like, oh, I have this problem with Sooner Vision all the time. Yeah, but you get a broadcaster that's sitting right there and doing everything they can to give you the information you need. They don't put them in their freaking living room, you know, thousands of miles away to where they're left to guess. And it's just, it's an abomination. It really, truly is. And hopefully they'll get their announcers on site for the Mary Nutter commit a few more cameras to it because this sport has outgrown what they're doing. This sport, these events have outgrown what they're capable of doing. Now, I would say to the others, $29.99 a month, $29.99 a month for Flow Softball. It's the it's one of the grandest ripoffs currently in sports. And something needs to be done. Because and unless y'all just make this decision, here's what I, and I know this is hard. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I would stop subscribing to them. I know it sucks. And I know you're probably like, well, Blank, you're saying that because you want more radio listeners. No, I just think a, ne- a message needs to be said that it's unacceptable. You know what happens when you guys complain about 
the the quality of the broadcast for softball and things of that nature, it gets fixed. You had for the battle series this year, if you want to try to ever come on here and say, well, Zunvich does the same thing. For the battle series last year, they committed three they committed four cameras to it. They had um broadcasters there on site. It's it was done right. It was done right with a full-time producer on it. Flow flow softball and flow sports in general from what I've been able to 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 put together. They have all of this inventory, right? All of it. And they do not commit any resources to what's becoming a massive event. They've got a freaking U-Haul that they rented out there that they put food in for their for their staff. And that's all you get. And you have some poor sap that's never watched a softball game in his or her life trying to run camera. It's ridiculous. With no training. It's ridiculous. And they want to charge you um, $150 a year if you buy it for the year and $29.99 a month? I mean, literally, I want you guys to see the games. And they're always going to win in that. But it's garbage. And the people who wrote it are garbage. <laughs> All right, it is uh, 1037. I just, sorry, I just, I feel like there's sometimes Round in this. Round of applause, wow. I feel like there's, and we're all guilty of it, right? We all have it happen. Um, where you commit to something, it's like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to have the um, X, Y, and Z of this from having spent my money on, my hard-earned money, I f- grinding in order to, to, to pay this, and then lo and behold, it's as bad as that was. I mean, if, if you guys, if anyone said anything about the announcers, how could they do their job whenever the camera's not even following the ball? Well, and they're not there. And they're not there. Yeah, that I mean, that is a... Though, I will say, Flow Softball did have one up on me because they did have the one camera that got the shot that it was Jordy Ball on second on Thursday night whenever I, I thought it was Avery Hodge. So, Flow Softball uh, won Chris Plank and Sooner Softball fans 986,000. You know, congrats. You helped out in one instance. All right, uh, quick break. 1038 on the Plank Show. All right, so a, a lot of stuff, man. Really good stuff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line that we'll get to right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Nice. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Again, there is there is obviously a lot of frustration. I appreciate all the kind words in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I kind of feel like this guy from the 405, because when I saw it was $30, I laughed and went to Twitter and found the Listen Live link. I'll always make sure to shoot out a Listen Live link at OU on the air on Twitter. But that's like me with talking my family. To, listen, listen, guys, we're going to get this pay-per-view. It's going to be awesome, right? It's called the Royal Rumble, okay? You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Well, how much is it? It's $90. No, right? It's, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, watching the, I'm watching the opening weekend of softball. It's Flow Sports. Like, this upstart It's going to be great. I'm sure it's going to be great. We're going to be fine. How much does it cost? 30 bucks for a month. I mean, even the 100-plus for the year is ridiculous. So if it was $14.99 a month, and you got a product where broadcasters were on site. Sure. They were educated. You had maybe two cameras set up. Right. And the camera individuals were at least trained. Right. Folks that have run camera before, right? 
At least train. People would still be upset about the fourteen ninety nine, but I think after all of this, you'd stomach it, right? You'd say, you know what? I get the value and why it's fourteen ninety nine. Look at all these different events that they're putting on. Look at the quality that Preach. they put into it. But uh, it's not that way. And so you're getting price gouged, and the product stinks. And the broadcasters, as you pointed out, Plank, believe it or not, you have to be put in a position to be successful. So I did two remote broadcasts in my life, too. One of them was an OU-Iowa State women's basketball game three years ago in 2020. I was, thanks to Jacob Potter and Craig Moore and Joel Manning, they set me up for success. They gave me three monitors. They gave me a table with plenty of space. They set me up for success. I did one game for a streaming entity that literally gave me a link to click and said, yeah, just click there at game time. The game was rained out as I was sitting there waiting, trying to click the link, and nobody told me. And then the following night, when I clicked the link, which was the only advice I had been given, that link was already dead. It was like, oh, you got to have another one. You got to have another link. And the camera angle was literally one camera behind home plate with a guy that did not know how to run a camera. It wasn't Flow Softball, but it was an entity that covered softball. And you're just like, what What are we we doing? doing? Is it cheaper to have broadcasters mobile? Yes. But I don't know, man. What is my one-time $30 fee or my what, – what would it be if it was 140 a month? Whatever it is, if you pay the one-time thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is funny. The, uh, the visual from behind shortstop for some – the visual is from behind shortstop for some reason, or at least it was last weekend. I'm surprised that we don't have just – an Oklahoma fan that has some money that doesn't start their own streaming company. Why not? I mean, I honestly, would. your competition stinks. You the, crush them. The thing, the thing that's again, it's not cheap to do it, right? It's not I, cheap I to that, put it on. But, I mean, you know the right people and get loans. I mean, boom, you're done and you're you're crushing these people. They're out of business next week. I know a person that has a pretty good streaming entity that's sitting in a in an office just a couple doors away from us. Casey, Brian. KRefSports.tv and what we do for free for high school sports runs laps around Flow Softball and what they charge you for. It's ridiculous. And, oh, by the way, here's something else. If, as it stands right now, as it stands at this moment at 1047 on February the 15th, year of our Lord, 2023, it's a, it's a pay service for professional softball. And that's the one that I worked for that didn't have an S clue what was going on. So, it's frustrating. Uh, Jim in Arlington gets us a little bit away from the anger of flow softball to this. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Jim in Arlington writes, Do all SEC schools have softball programs? What is the power structure among those schools? Who traditionally is good? What scheduling format do you foresee? Thanks, Jim in Arlington. Um, and they do have a, an SEC tournament, which I – is probably going to end up here. They rotated amongst the different homes. It's been in 
Tuscaloosa. It's been in Gainesville. It was down at College Station, I think, this past year. So they rotated around. It's a really, really well-done postseason tournament. Um, Alabama is pretty good consistently. Florida, under Tim Walton, has been really good. Uh, So when we get there, 15 of the 16 teams will play softball. The only team that doesn't is Vanderbilt. And the only team that didn't make the NCAA tournament last year out of the SEC was South Carolina. So they're really good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. And you'll you'll get a glimpse of it. Kentucky's coming here this year to play in a tournament. Right, Oklahoma's going to Baton Rouge for a midweek game. But of all the sports where I say, um, of all the sports where I tell you, yeah, we're fine making that move, softball is one of them. But you got to remember, in making that move, in 25, which would be the first season that softball plays there, you know, the first year in the SEC, you're going to be, you know, without – it's a massive turnover, right? Jordy Ball is kind of the only contributor that would still be around, her and Sid Sanders. So it's going to be a completely different-looking team from what you have right now when OU gets to the SEC. But it's a beast. Well, and I'm sure young stars will emerge oh, yeah. along the way. Hope so. And, and, oh, by the way, the transfer portal makes it to where, you know, don't even be concerned. If you continue stacking rings, which I don't know why Oklahoma wouldn't, then, you know, I mean, you're just a destination to where top players, everybody else is your farm club now. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Uh, here's one from the 405. Do you think the SEC would move the conference tournament to OKC to be able to play in Hall of Fame? Yeah, sure. I bet they would, but I don't think it's going to be consistent anywhere. There is so much money that's been invested in these programs, and I would almost think that if the SEC tournament came to Norman, you would think you'd want it to be played at Love's Field. But you don't have any of these places that have the capacity of Hall of Fame Stadium, so it's a great question. That's 30 strong. That's 45, 50 minutes of strong softball talk. Listen, I – I want to make this very clear on Flow Softball. I appreciate anyone who's trying to grow the game because I'm, 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 I'm passionate and I love softball. I don't know. There's some of y'all that, oh, well, I'm not. I'm a man. I'm brute. I don't need no softball. Fine. And I, don't, I don't view it as trying to grow the game. I view it as trying to, uh, you know, earn, earn, you know, they're trying to cash out off the which game. Is they're ex- not trying to grow the which game. Which is exactly what I was getting to, Josh. There's a difference between growing the game and gouging the fan base. Correct. I mean, it's taking advantage of fans that value a product, and basically they're kind of right now one of the only entities not named ESPN that's investing in trying to cover said product. That's why I say, look, if you're somebody out there that's like, what's my next business venture? Here it is. You do a million times better than them, and uh, you're going to be wildly successful. And, oh, by the way, we had somebody else that texted about Flow Wrestling stinks too. So, it's, I mean, you got multiple avenues you can beat them at. Well, that's part of what I think happened is they started making a little money on one entity. It's like, dude, we can do this on all these other sports. So they they pay, if, if in any instance they actually pay, a very small percentage to put on the event. And then they put that garbage out there and charge you what they do. Flow softball, boo. But at least you have the announcers right. Just don't put them in their living room having to call a game. All right, quick break. When we come back, put a quick wrap on hour two. Get you ready for the top five stories of the day right here on The Ref. 
my buddy uh, Gary Bonner reached out to me. Uh, he did a little homework on the flow softball. Um, the college tournaments that flow softball shows are not only targeted to the fans of the participating colleges, but more critically to the players' families and fans of PGF, 650 teams and future, future college stars. So in other words, they're not just doing this for for OU and for that tournament. It's for PFG. Flow Softball isn't here to serve the OU fan. They're here to serve PFG. Why does – or PGF, excuse me. Why does Flow Softball do games on the cheap? Because they can, and nobody has called them out on it. Preach, buddy. Well, and they don't have any competition. None. None whatsoever. <sighs> Take away the gravy train and see how much they improve. Is there a multi-year contract? Writes this from the 405. Between the Big 12 and Hall of Fame Stadium for that conference tournament might be an issue for the SEC to play conference tournament at a Hall of Fame. I don't I don't know if anything that the Hall of Fame Stadium has is on solid, confirmed, legally reliable contractual basis. I think that in that instance, if Oklahoma is out of the Big 12, I don't think that Hall of Fame Stadium would fight to keep the Big 12 tournament there. No, may it, it might with Oklahoma State. It might with Oklahoma State. But we'll see. Quick break. Um, top five stories of the day next. 